gentlemen, welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan. Back here on this January 4th Thursday evening and recording an episode that I have been waiting to record since New Year's Eve. Why, you may have asked, uh, is it that I'm recording this um, so late in the week? Um... And why I've waited so long? Well, that's because I got hit with COVID, um, had a sore throat, runny nose, chills, the works for a while now, and um, just wasn't feeling well enough to come on and record an episode. Didn't want to put too much uh, wear and tear on my throat, but uh, back here discussing the 35-31 to 31 loss to the Arizona Cardinals. A game in which the Eagles literally gave another one to an inferior opponent this season. Another game in, wet, in which they let an inferior opponent hang around instead of putting them away, which kind of seemed like they were on the verge of doing once they hit halftime. More on that in a moment. I have no idea what has gone on in Nick Sirianni's head from the day Super Bowl Sunday ended until now. But this season, in my opinion, falls solely on coaching. There is too much darn talent for them to be playing like this. You've got the runner-up MVP last year in Jalen Hurts. It's not that he played in a you know a weak division last year. It wasn't even that weak of a division. It's not that he played on a weak schedule last year. You know, regardless, he still has to beat NFL level teams, NFL level coaching. He did that. Your running back, arguably talent-wise, um, there wasn't that much of a drop-off, but this year, I think out of just production, DeAndre Swift has been better. Your wide receiver room's another year older. A.J. Brown's put up tremendous numbers. Devontae Smith's put up tremendous numbers. You've got the same offensive line, albeit at times they've looked a little wishy-washy in their pass protection, but that's going to happen over a long season. And yet... You're just 11-5 and five and possibly not winning your division, with which just a month ago looked all but certain. And up until a couple days ago looked all but certain, to, if we're being honest here, because all you had to do was go down the field and put in a touchdown or drain enough clock to get three. And really leave it so Arizona didn't have a ton of time. They didn't do that. Instead, you're hit with the holding call. Back to you up for, for, to first and 20. And then you call two quarterback draws. Or two quarterback designed runs. And then a screen pass to your backup running back. And your lead blockers, your 175 pound receiver. What are we thinking, guys? Sirianni either has zero hold over what Brian Johnson's calling, A, or B, he's too proud to switch things up, 
or C, there's no communication between him and the offensive coordinator. I have no idea what it is. But this is this has gone past the point of frustration. We're at complete anger from the fan base. And he can sit there and tap dance his way around questions all he wants. Him and Jalen Hurts, who gives you nothing in every single press conference after a game where all he talks about is playing to the standard. I swear to God, his bravado after a loss is so god darn, I mean, frustrating. It's it's annoying now. It's not even, like, you get nothing out of him. You might, you get... More out of, I'm sure, listening to Marcus Mariota after a game who could probably give you a better reason as, you know, to why they're struggling other than, well, we're not just playing to the standard. I don't want to hear that crap anymore. How about why you're not doing it? Why you're not doing it? Is it a lack of preparation? Is it a lack of, I mean, he's not going to throw the coaching under the bus, but what from you is not playing up to the standard. Why do you think it is? Stop giving us the same crap week in and week out. And then, how about you fix it? How about you fix it? It seems to me like when they lost to San Francisco, Sirianni put it on the captains against Dallas. When that didn't work against Dallas, he then, I think, had more of a say going into Seattle. Just so happens that Jalen Hurts ended up getting sick. Then I think he had more of a hold against New York. And for the most part, they played better up until halftime when they relaxed. Same thing happened against the Cardinals. Only difference is this time Arizona had a quarterback that nipped him in the butt. Because somehow you like Kyler Murray walk in there. And I mean, he looked like, you know, his team was ready to, to play in the playoffs. And we looked like we were ready to go home. And the worst part about it is, for Jason Kelsey, for Brandon Graham, for Fletcher Cox, maybe, I mean, I hope not, I don't think, but you never know, maybe Lane Johnson as well, that could be their final time playing at Lincoln Financial Field. That is really, really sorry to hear. Guys that have been around, all all of them, actually aside from Lane Johnson, were in the Andy Reid era, Chip Kelly, Doug Peterson, now Nick Sirianni. Four different coaches. And I'm sure all of them, if they weren't on this team right now, would say, we would be playing our best ball under Doug Peterson at this point. Doug Peterson got fired for less than this. At the end of those seasons, the Eagles would play better. There was more accountability. Nick Sirianni just wants to be their buddy. And, you know, playtime's over, dude. I mean, you know, he's... And it's not that I don't like Sirianni. Like, I, I'm not calling for him to be fired. I'm just saying that we got on Doug for less. And Lori and Howie clearly got on Doug for less. I mean, if you thought Press Taylor was bad, what's Brian Johnson? He looks like he's... He looks like literally like they pulled him straight out of Oklahoma, where he came from. The offense has reverted back... To where it was first seven games in in 2021 when they were two and five, and then they got, and again I am just 
totally, I don't know this for a fact, but I will bet you it will come out from whoever on that offensive line that says, yeah, Jeff Stoutland, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, you know, the vets on that line went into next office and they said, listen here, we're two and five. Hertz is throwing the ball about 30, close to 30, 35 times a game. Here's what you're going to do. We've got Miles Sanders, who's a thousand yard rusher and is a young back. You're going to lean on him. We've got a bruiser in Jordan Howard who can, you know, um, pound it in and get us tough yards if we need it. You're going to lean on us, and that's going to take us to the playoffs. And it happened. And it happened, and it worked. And the offense looked much better. Things opened up outside. What do you know? Their offense has reverted back to that. And the play calling looks like something I'd see again out of a Cliff Kingsbury, or not a Cliff Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma coach team. Are you kidding me? This isn't college. We learned that under Chip Kelly. You've got to adjust. I mean, some things you can definitely do, and there are some schemes where it works, but not not at this level, dude. I mean, you know, what are we thinking? What are we doing? Like that lady said in the stands the other day, what are we doing here with that crap? And that's just the offense. And this, I'm not even really recapping the game here. Because there's just not a ton I can really say about, you know, the game itself. Because it's just a microcosm of the crap we've seen. So that's why I think they've lost four out of their last five. I think it comes back to coaching. I'm not calling again for Nick Sirianni to be fired. I'm saying this needs to be a big wake-up call and a big learning point in his coaching career. But... Eventually, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman have to talk to, especially Jeffrey Lurie, like, dude, I mean, Brian Johnson, you know, everyone can see it but you. He doesn't have what it takes. And it really, in my opinion, if Nick could say, I don't think he wants to completely throw his guy under the bus, but I think at a certain point, he's got to come out and say, yeah, I need to do a better job of maybe, you know, getting some of the the right plays in there and maybe have a little bit more of a say so there's more of an understanding between the two of us. Not throwing his guy under the bus completely, but at least putting it out there so we know this guy sees it. Because right now, I think he's just either A, an idiot, or not, not an idiot, A, oblivious to it, or B, he simply just, you know, wants to take accountability and doesn't want to throw Brian Johnson under the bus, which... Again, I don't mind. I think A.J. Brown talked about it yesterday. He finally came out of his silence and said that, you know, Nick's a loyal guy. Nick's a great guy. And A.J. Brown is someone wears his emotions on his sleeves, and he's someone that gets really frustrated. But the fans right now and a specific Philadelphia Inquirer sports writer who, obviously me being a young sports person, I don't want to throw him name drop him or critique him by any means but I know there have been some issues within the Philadelphia sports media and there have been some problems with that specific outlet recently in terms of who's been um, putting things out there because AJ Brown even said whoever wrote that that 
you know, what, who was that source? Because I, I really want to know. Because we have a close-knit locker room. I pull for everyone. They pull for me. I'd like to know who it is. And I'd like to have a conversation with them. And AJ said, um, going back to Nick Sirianni, though, back to my original point, he's a loyal guy. So that's why I think we're not seeing him throw Brian Johnson under the bus. But, dude, it's your team. I mean, you got to, at a certain point, you got to take control, man. I mean, come on. You know, it's got to happen. And it's just not. And that's just the offense. Here's the defense. Why do we not run stunts? On our, we got, we're supposed to have this great defensive line. We can't stop a nosebleed all of a sudden. Like, we're not the 06 Indianapolis Colts, who were the worst rush defense to ever win a Super Bowl, who had the most, I think, single game rushing yards, team rushing yards put up against them. And they wound up winning the Super We're not them. So if you think you can win that way, you can't, A. And B, our pass rush stinks because the entire time, it's simply, we're going to line up four guys, and that's all we're bringing, A. B, we're just going to straight put, okay, Hassan Reddick, you're going up against right tackle. Josh Sweat, you're going up against the left tackle. Whoever is on the defensive, you know, in the middle, Fletcher Cox, you're taking up the guard and center, and um, Jalen Carter, you got this guard, and that's what we were going to do. And if they, you know, add extra protection to Chip, oh well. Like, there's no moves to try and collapse in. No, okay, you know, Fletch, you take the right tackle. We're going to stunt Reddick to go through the middle to get a guard and surprise them and throw some different looks. That's not happening. You also have a weapon in Hassan Reddick that can confuse the hell out of quarterbacks if you use him correctly because he can serve as an outside linebacker, which is something he can do. And I can confuse a quarterback into where, is he dropping coverage or is he coming? Is he dro- like, Jim Johnson would have a field day with Hassan Reddick. Why Matt Patricia and Sean Desai are oblivious to it is beyond me. I mean, it's ridiculous at this point. Sidney Brown had a pick six in the game, a huge momentum swing. A better team, a better coach team would have put them on their butts at that point. Something the Eagles did last year when they played worser teams. Specifically at home. So I don't know what it is that is wrong right now within that coaching staff. I think I have an idea, but until it's put out, I don't know exactly. Something's got to get fixed. Something's got to get fixed fast. We're running out of time. And And the win on Christmas Day against the Giants, I came on here and talked about it. It didn't really move the needle for you. This game moved the needle in the other direction to where fans are like up in arms. I mean, you know, screw this. Like, this is terrible. I mean, like I said, I've never seen the Eagles walk into the playoffs like this. Limp, crawl into the playoffs like they're doing. They are crawling. This sucks. And, um... Linebackers, they need to invest in them. I think they put too much investment into Nicobe Dean and not enough into depth, which I think is a Howie issue. I think he invested too much into James Bradbury and Slay, who just did not. I mean, the two of them just, wow, you know, this season. But Nicholas Morrow, I mean, he's had some decent games. I know we've killed him at times, but he's had some decent games. This is where I really think it falls back onto coaching. 
you can tell there is something there. But a good defensive coach can pull that out of the guy. I don't, I can't believe I'm saying this, but look at Alex Singleton. You see him making plays with the Broncos. TJ Edwards, they took his undrafted talent and turned it into something last year. Kaiser White turned him into a um, pretty solid linebacker, which I think he was already. But I think that's what you had in Jonathan Gannon, unfortunately. Schematically, I think the guy you know, didn't necessarily know what he was doing um, at times, but... You know, and certainly it showed in the Super Bowl. But however, he got guys to play better. He got guys to play up to, you know, and pass their potential. Something that this coaching staff is failing to do. I don't know. Haven't seen out of Kevin Byard. It's just a total, I mean, total mess right now. That their, their time is shrinking. Time is shrinking, and something's got to give. I think it's already give. The The side that we're seeing has already uh, gave. But, I mean, they can go two ways. They can pack it up, and they can say, whatever. This is how we want to go out, where they can get right and get things going. And they can't, it can't just be lip service. I don't want to sound like James Franklin, but it can't just be lip service. Like, seriously, I mean, enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Anyways, thanks everyone for tuning in. Be back on Saturday previewing the final game of the regular season against the New York Giants. God willing, it's a it's a win. God willing, uh, the Eagles can try and do something in the playoffs, but I don't see it happening. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time. We'll be back on tomorrow talking about the Flyers and Sixers, giving an update on that, and if the Phillies ever want to wake up. Um, because there are moves to be made and they're not making them. We'll be talking about that as well. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.